Clyde Kewuyemi, a doctoral student at the University of Johannesburg in South Africa, was the winner of Mullen Kami's first Flower Innovation Award, picking up 5,000 euros for his development of 3D printed crackers from processed whole grain flour made of African grown peas and quinoa. According to Dr. Lutz Popper, scientific director of Mullenkami and originator of the awards, the research demonstrates that composite flour has enormous potential to make the future of our fruit production more sustainable. The awards has given the company a deeper understanding into the use and processing of composite flowers, which are fast gaining popularity as we try to scale back our dependence on wheat, brought into stark reality when Russia declared war on Ukraine. There are some really exciting developments happening in the composite flower space, particularly coming out of South Africa, Ethiopia and Pakistan. We chat to Dr. Popper to find out more about these advances, the awards and the state of the global wheat market. Lutz, thank you for joining me today. Firstly, in broad terms, can you tell us what composite flour is? Well, composite flowers are generally considered to be blends of wheat and non-wheat flowers, such as wheat and maize or wheat and cassava. However, 100% non-wheat flour blends are also defined as composite flowers. The purpose of using composite flour uh, on a large scale is primarily to reduce dependence on wheat imports. Please tell me about the awards. Well, last year we decided to offer a science prize on the occasion of our centenary. Uh, the topic was quickly found because at that time wheat prices were soaring due to the Russian invasion of Ukraine, one of the mm -hmm. most important wheat growing areas in Europe and the world. And uh, wheat was no longer available in sufficient quantities in some areas, especially in Africa. And so we advertised an innovation award on composite flour in our networks and via the media and asked applicants to send us an abstract describing their composite flour project completed by the end of 2022. Right. And by the end of 2023, we had received 23 applications from nine countries. Fantastic. So what was the criteria for the awards? Well, um, I, I suggested the uniqueness would be a criterion and also scientific relevance, practical relevance, clarity and uh, methodology, at least for this first round, because um, Later on, we ask um, the seven uh, best applications um, to, to send in a uh, longer uh, description of their projects. And these were evaluated again by the experts uh, according to the uh, to similar criteria. But then we added three additional criteria. So and, and in the end, actually, the, the scores of the best three were quite close to each other, but farther apart from the other um, entries. Who were the winners? Um, Joseph Kibayumi from South Africa came in first with his PhD thesis on African legume cowpea-based composite bioprocessed flour 
and its resultant whole grain and multi-grain three-dimensional printed biscuits. Uh, Yusuf convinced uh, with his unusual approach, uh, statistical soundness and clarity of presentation. He received uh, kind words of recognition, of course, a winner certificate and 5,000 euro. What was your role in the awards and who else made up the judging panel? Uh, my, my role was the um, coordinator of the whole project. Mm -hmm. So I recruited the um, the other jurors and I uh, well, I managed the, the whole conversation um, with the uh, applicants and uh, also within the company. And the other jurors um, was uh, one juror was uh, Jeff Grotz from United States. Um, mm -hmm. He has been providing technical advice to the milling industry for decades already. And uh, another one was uh, Srida Bhavani. Uh, he is the wheat improvement lead for Africa at the International Wheat and Maize Improvement Center, CIMIT, uh, based in Nairobi, Kenya. Uh, we had also um, Olo Benga Ogomoyela, a professor for food science and technology at Bell's University of Technology, Ota, Nigeria. And then there was uh, Mrs. Rosana Sika, the technical director of Atima, that is a food industry supplier in Buenos Aires, Argentina. And uh, Michael Gusco, the global director innovation of Good Mills, Europe's largest milling group. And finally, Mrs. Hani Sutanto, the vice president uh, responsible for quality and product development at Bogasari, which is Indonesia's largest milling group. What learnings did the company get from these awards? Hmm, it has been confirmed that Africa is a focal point for composite flower research. Here, of course, cassava and sorghum or millet play a dominant role. Mm -hmm. However, we were surprised how important composite flower is in Asia. Again, one might think, because in the 1990s in Indonesia, for example, domestic cassava flour was heavily subsidized as a partial substitute for wheat flour. However, according to our impression from afar, the activities in the composite flour field at that time fell asleep when the subsidy was lifted. And our learning is above all that one should be prepared to use composite flour as there can always be, and in the future perhaps even more often, sudden sharp fluctuations in wheat price and availability. Will you be holding these awards again? Uh, well, we hope at least. Currently, we are planning to make this a, a biannual event. Getting back to composite flour, Bakery and Snacks recently reported that Mullinkami claims that there is a dearth of knowledge in this area and thus placing a spotlight on the scientific work of wheat flour alternatives is very necessary. Firstly, what is the current state of the global wheat flour market globally? The wheat flour itself is hardly traded, with Turkey being the largest exporter at about 3 million tons. Uh, globally, there's some cross-border trade on flour, but uh, long-distance sales are small. Mm -hmm. Trading in grain itself and grinding it locally is a dominant practice. According to my latest information, world production is forecast to increase significantly uh, compared to 2022 to around 755 million tonnes with larger harvest in India, Russia, the EU and even Ukraine. And larger supplies will lead to an increase in world trade. 
The largest exporter, by the way, will be Russia with 45 million tons, followed by the EU with 38 and Canada with seven, uh, 27 million tons. UK is in 11th place uh, with an expected export of 1.7 million tons of wheat grain. Although comparatively small, that's already more than half the size of Turkey's flour export. The Russia-Ukraine hostility, is this still impacting supplies and prices? Ukraine is a major exporter, exporter of grain to East Africa. Most of its grain shipped via the Black Sea. Every few months, Russia threatens to cancel the agreement that ensures the safe transport of Ukraine's uh, grain across the Black Sea. And this morning they attacked a harbor in, in the Black Sea. So if this were to happen, future we could see um, quickly return of large swings in wheat supplies. Although this is largely driven by speculation as Ukraine only exports 10 million tons of wheat anyway, down from mm-hmm. over 20 million tons as before the war. What are the trending wheat flour alternatives? Most of the projects we are aware of involve sorghum and cassava. This isn't really new, as these crops have always been considered as alternatives to wheat. Sorghum is quite resistant to heat and drought, and the cassava tuber is well protected in the soil from extreme weather. Furthermore, the availability of alternatives is always an issue in this flower. And sorghum and cassava are grown in large scale. Legumes are also popular as a component of composite flour because they increase the protein content. However, we know from our own experience that they are particularly challenging in bread applications where they have a major impact on the baking process and end product quality. Which of these local crops have the ecological, economic and technical potential to partially or completely replace wheat? Well, this is a very relevant question, and I cannot answer this in one sentence. First of all, it depends on availability. Is the substitute grown reliably and in sufficient quantities in the area? And then, what is the intended application? Some applications, such as large volume bread, only a small portion of the wheat flour can be replaced by non-wheat flour, maybe 10 or 20%. Other applications, such as flatbread or biscuits and crackers, larger quantities of non-wheat flours can be used or are already being used. In Ethiopia, for instance, fermented teff, a relative of sorghum and millet, is used to make injera. This is a well-raised and rather sour flatbread. And Asian rice or buckwheat noodles and Mexican corn tortillas are other famous examples. However, changing people's Eating habits is a long-term project. So if the introduction of non-wheat flour is accompanied by a significant change in the properties of the baked product, it will certainly always be difficult. In some applications, such as pasta, the switch from wheat to non-wheat requires new processes. Because wheat gluten is reduced or eliminated, the starch is responsible for maintaining the structure of the product. So pre-gelatinization is necessary, for example. Besides that, 
I believe that wheat should not be replaced by another major crop subject to global trade and speculation. If well chosen, the alternative ingredient should have the potential to compensate for fluctuations in the global wheat market. The alternative flowers do come with a good sustainability story. Can you tell us about some of these? Yeah, principally, diversification certainly makes crop production more sustainable. If the local market has been trained to accept more than one wheat alternative in the composite flower, the ecological impact will certainly be less than if a product from another monoculture is introduced. In addition, Crop failures due to newly introduced pests will not have as dramatic an impact as in the case of a single crop. You mentioned some of the technical challenges regarding pasta, but what do bakers need to keep front of mind in processing with alternative flowers? Uh, definitely the composite flowers, they, they behave uh, differently if you don't take measures to compensate for this. And um, this is something that, that evolves uh, more and more. Um, so the, for one, the millers, they are able now to process um, non-wheat flour with a better quality because there are mills or there's mill equipment available to process these uh, grains. Um, and there are improvers because the industry, the improver industry also learns from the composite flowers, and we provide improvers that uh, adapt the properties, the processing properties of the composite flowers so that they um, behave almost like a pure wheat flower. Of course, mm -hmm. there are limits. If you exceed a certain concentration of the non-wheat flower, then you will probably lose the, the processing properties. But these limits, they have been, uh, yeah, extended quite a lot. What, in your opinion, is the final product quality? Well, this depends on the ratio of, of wheat to non-wheat. Um, I think and, and, and it also depends on the countermeasures uh, taken. If you have the right improvers, then there, there is almost no difference. And some of the composite flowers, they have more impact than others. Take, for instance, uh, rice flour. Um, that has almost no influence if you only add like 10 or 20 percent. On the other hand, if you add, for instance, quinoa flour or also some legume flowers, they have uh, quite an impact on, on the taste and the appearance of the tiny wood. Um, cassava flour is another example. It's, it's very bland, has almost no taste effect on the final product. It, it's only a kind of dilution of the of, of the uh, wheat flour, so you lose the properties, you lose the, the technical properties of the wheat flour, but the taste impact is, is minimal. So it, it really depends on the, on the composite flour. What new product developments are possible with composite flour? Yeah, apart from reducing the dependency on wheat, composite flours can also improve the nutritional value of baked goods. Uh, for example, by adding protein, for instance, by pulse flowers, uh, or fiber from oat or barley, or polyphenols and carotenoids, for instance, from uh, sweet potatoes. Please tell me about the company. Well, long story. Uh, Mirushimi is celebrating now its uh, centenary. 
um, since 1990, it, it has been part of the owner managed sustainable group, um, which provides functional ingredients to the food, feed, and cosmetic industries. Greenery supplies flower improvers and also fortification to wheat mills around the world and provides a wealth of information and support to help the mills achieve consistent flower quality. We estimate that around a fifth of the world's wheat flour contains at least one of our products. You have also written a book titled Enzymes, Cool Facts. Can you briefly run through some of the standout points? Oh, it's not really a textbook to teach bakers about enzymes. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd rather call it um, a collection of bedtime stories for enzyme lovers and would-be enzyme lovers. Purpose is to spread admiration for what enzymes already do for us and what they can do in the future. For instance, they can contrib contribute a lot to sustainability. Um, there are several enzymes that can break down plastic materials, uh, produce fuel, uh, biofuel, uh, or even fuel for rockets. Wow. So it, but there are very, really strange stories. For instance, uh, another one story is that the American Constitution was probably written with an ink made with the help of an enzyme from a fungus. My goodness. Yeah, so <laughs> a rather surprising story. So that's the, it's fun facts only. What is your takeaway message regarding the awards and composite flower? Yeah, more than ever, we need to be prepared for sudden changes in the supply of our raw materials, as the frequency of dramatic supply disruptions is likely to increase in the future. In this sense, innovation and diversification are key to sustainable food supply. Relying on one crop or one product makes us vulnerable. The ability of using composite flowers, preferably also with different components, is a kind of a parachute to cushion the impact. <laughs>